TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Well, it's Hancock and Kelly in on Overnight America. I'm not sure we uh, how we agreed to do this, Sean Hancock, but I'm well, glad to be with you. Me too. It was a weak moment. Uh, we were the we were the least expensive option available to fill in for Ryan Recker here on Overnight America, and that's what we're going to do tonight and tomorrow night from eight until one a.m. And that should be uh, well. It ought to be it ought to be record setting radio that's about to take place here. I am joining you tonight from my home office in Chesterfield, Missouri, Michael. And where might you be? I'm in Jupiter, Florida, sitting in hey. uh, my family condo with my mother. She and I are quarantining together and uh, planning our little Thanksgiving together by ourselves here and keeping distance from everybody. But it's very nice, brother, to be able to sit out on the porch in 80-degree weather, huh? Oh, so jealous. It's gotten cold, quite cold here. Uh, Mrs. Claus, my wife, Georgian, is outside uh, putting up the Christmas lights right now, even as we speak. Uh, she's got the she's got the three reindeer in hand and she's hooking them up. Uh, they, they, they light up and they, she's hooking them up to the master switch. Uh, it's quite a thing to see, actually. Yeah. Um, well, no kidding. And why is she doing it so late at night? Well, she's got to get the deer up tonight. Uh, she felt strongly that the deer had to get up tonight, and so uh, she's she's a warrior, and not a warrior, a warrior. And, a warrior, uh, she's, yeah. Yep, she's out there, man, with those deer. She's rustling. Uh, she's planting them in the ground. She's got the stakes out. And got the. And got I the guess you out. couldn't have been out there earlier helping her because you and I were on the phone preparing this uh, this program together. So therefore, it was just left. To Georgian to have to do all this by herself. Uh, well, you know, you know those working guy. Those deer don't get up out of the basement by themselves, Kelly. Uh, oh, did you go down and get them? That's right. That's right. How's uh, your back? You okay? Not good. It's not good. Not um, good. <laughs> but but the the deer have uh, the deer have arrived safely to right in front of the front door, and uh, and Mrs. Claus is taking it from there. So it's it's quite exciting. Uh, you'll have to, if you, if you're ever back in St. Louis again, you'll have to swing by the place and, and see the lights. It's uh, quite impressive. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I'd have to drive by, you know, we're all in quarantine. We're in lockdown everywhere. And, uh, you know, John, it was what, uh, four or five months ago, you and I, after the first lockdown came down to Florida together yep. and we quickly had the experience that to many people, the virus didn't exist down here, didn't we? 
Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because, you know, at that very moment, everything in St. Louis was closed. And we went down to, to Jupiter, Florida. Man, the restaurants were open. Uh, the bars were open. And people were out. And, and uh, yeah, it was like it was like nothing. Is it right. still that way down there? No, it's changed a little bit. Places are open. People are out. But almost everything is outside. Now, of course, this is their season, right? So, I yeah, mean, right. it's 82 degrees at nighttime. Oh. I mean, during the day, it's... Uh, well, it's a balmy uh, 73 degrees this evening, and wow. it's just a perfect uh, perfect weather where you can leave the, the doors open. So most of the restaurants and stuff now have all of their tables set out in the streets and on the patios, and it's the exception that there's anybody in the restaurant. Now, up in St. Louis, um, you know, the, it, well, if you're in the city, you can still go to a restaurant. Um, in the county, that's that's not the case, and here it's it's kind of set up more like the city system and that you would go outside and sit on the patio and enjoy good weather and, and nice food. But, uh, I am impressed that, uh, the, that, that people have changed their attitude on the virus down here. And I saw that John, when I was traveling, um, in many places that I hadn't noticed it before, people seem to be far more conscious of what we're dealing with. And, uh, almost everywhere I go, people are masked. Well, it's bad right now and uh, it's expanding. And, uh, you know, I personally know, gosh, half a dozen, maybe 10 people that have tested positive just within the last several days. And these are friends, you know, relatives. Uh, so it's, it's definitely uh, exploding out there and, and people have to be careful and they have to stay in. So you're doing Thanksgiving with just you and your mom, huh? Just two of you. Yeah, we found a little, uh, we're not turkey people. I mean, we like turkey breast, but we're not going to do all the fixings and stuff. I think what we're going to do is get a couple of uh, steaks and throw them on the grill and eat some good Thanksgiving sides, uh, watch football, and, and, and just sit on the patio and enjoy the weather. I mean, everything will be closed down here. Uh, you're having just your per principal uh, family over, the kids and your wife? Yep, the kids, my son-in-law, my daughter, my son, and uh, they're coming over, and uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a Thanksgiving dinner. Georgian's got the turkey; it's uh, defrosting as we speak, and you know all the sides. My daughter is making um, the family recipe spanakopita, the spinach mm. pie. It's so uh -huh. good, buddy! So good! It is so good, and she's got the touch. Um, I thought Georgian's Spanakopita was the best I ever had, and it is. But my daughter it does it just as well, so she's going to make that, bring it over, have the kids over, probably repair to the basement, and uh, <clears throat> play a little snooker. And uh, it's going to be a good, good yeah. fun, fun time. Later in the evening, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know John Hancock that well, you know, he doesn't like to talk. Yeah, uh, right. But he plays a lot of pool. He grew up in a pool hall. He's from a family of... Uh, Great billiards. Uh, what, what, what do you call a guy who plays billiards? Cures, buddy. We're cures. Uh, cures. Uh, he comes from a long line of cures. And I have a couple of questions for John Hancock about pool because, um, well, I'm going to save that for a little later in the show. You're going to want to stick around because this guy thinks he knows everything about pool. And I, I finally have had enough. I'm going to put the, him to uh, the quiz and find out exactly what's going on. Hey, if you were listening to uh, Kevin Wheeler, you heard him talk about a guy named Mike Anderson who makes KMOX work late at night, and he's, he's with us best. this evening. He's working the board for Hancock and Kelly. 
we're going to want to talk to all of you. Uh, John, the president of the United States, finally accepting that, uh, well, he lost the election, kind of. And um, the transition will begin. We'll talk about it after this on KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. And welcome back to Overnight America. It's 817 in Mid-America. And John Hancock, it was at 616 uh, today that the President of the United States tweeted the following. I want to thank Emily Murphy at the GSA for her steadfast dedication and loyalty to our country. She has been harassed, threatened, and abused, and I don't want to see this happen to her and her family or employees of the GSA. Our case strongly continues. We will keep up the good fight, and I believe we will prevail. Nevertheless, nevertheless, it's in the best interest of our country, and I'm recommending that Emily and her team do what needs to be done with regard to initial protocols and have told my team to do the same. So the president is essentially telling Emily Murphy, a St. Louisan, to go ahead and finance the transition of Joe Biden. Uh, is the president admitting, admitting defeat? Well, he's not conceding, um, but he is doing the right thing, in my opinion, in getting this transition period started so that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris can receive the daily security briefs that uh, are provided to the president and vice president-elect after an election. And probably even more importantly, because I don't, I don't know that, you know, Biden, Biden's been in government for so long, I don't know that the daily security briefs are necessarily as important for him uh, but what is important is that his COVID team uh, begin to understand what the status is of the approval process for the vaccines, what kind of plans are in place already to distribute the vaccines. Uh, there's going to have to be a protocol in terms of who gets the vaccines first. All of those things need to be in place, and all of that's going to start rolling out. They may even start rolling out some of the stuff uh, in December, uh, certainly for the for the frontline healthcare workers and and perhaps first responders and and others, and you know the the most ambitious uh, the most ambitious things that I have seen said is that it could be as early as April and May uh, we could have seventy percent of us inoculated against the coronavirus that'll that'll get things going back to normal. But in terms of this presidential transition. It needed to happen. I'm gratified that the the president has taken this step. Uh, Emily Murphy is somebody, as you mentioned, she's from St. Louis. It's a very prominent family here, Murphy Contracting. And uh, she worked for Senator Jim Talent when he was a United States senator. So she's got deep ties to St. Louis. She was under a tremendous amount of pressure. And now the transition can begin. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's been a had 24 hours or so for the president of the United States, John. He lost this after a heavy courtship. Remember, he brought the Michigan leaders of the legislature, the Republican leadership, to Washington, D.C. for a meeting trying to lobby them from keeping them from certifying the election. Uh, they really played no role in that. But uh, the, today, the Michigan uh, certified the election of uh, Joe Biden by winning more than 150,000 votes, 14 times the margin of victory that Donald Trump had in 2016. And now his six, the 16 electoral votes in Michigan will go to Joe Biden. You couple that with Governor Hogan of Maryland, who took out after the president, and even Rush Limbaugh today on these airways, John, 
saying that uh, the legal team really failed the president of the United States. They were promising all this evidence of voter fraud, yet they came forward with nothing. Well, this was all a smoke and mirror show to begin with. Um, what were they supposed to come up with? Um, you well, know, yeah, they, 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 they didn't, did their they best didn't to put a, a sideshow on. They didn't have a case, and that was, that's been pretty clear for a while now. Um, that said, you know, vote fraud does exist, and people do try and, and gain the system now. They, there was not enough vote fraud in this election that would have changed the outcome in any of these states. I'm quite confident of that. But the discussion about ensuring the integrity of our election process is an important discussion. Well, and yeah, I do. A lot of the a lot of the evidence points that have come out with cheating, John, have come from Trump's side as well. Well, I do think both sides, you know, cheat on a small scale. I'm talking about somebody votes for their deceased spouse, uh, for example. That happens in every election. But more specific to the 2020 election, voting in a pandemic, you had states. Now, Missouri was not one of them. But you had states that would set these drop boxes up, up all over in certain counties, not every county, but in certain counties, where folks could drop off their absentee ballots. And that that allows you to go gather up a whole handful of ballots and deliver them to the drop box and stick them in. That's a process called ballot harvesting. And that is, that is ripe uh, for fraud, potentially. And so I do think there's there's some things that we need to look at uh, moving forward to ensure that everybody gets to vote, but right. that everybody gets to vote once they get to vote yeah. fairly. And, and you, you have the system as clean as it can possibly be. Well, since we're going to be cleaning up some issues, we also need to clean up this issue that has a president who can act and throw a tantrum and can delay the transition process. I'm curious to whether or not people are still bought into this ridiculousness of what Donald Trump's saying. Tonight, he eventually essentially uh, admitted on Twitter that he lost the election, but he's still going to win. I mean, talking out of both sides of his mouth, it's typical Donald Trump. 314-436-7900-1800-925-1120. Do you believe this election was stolen from Donald Trump, or do you believe, like myself, that the president got his clock cleaned and can't happen, and he can't take it, and he's kind of a snowflake, John Hancock. Well, you know, you say he got his clock cleaned. He did, you know, he did lose to 306 electoral votes, which was precisely how many he won in 2016, and he lost by, I think we're approaching 6 million uh, popular votes, which is a significant popular vote margin, one of the largest we've ever seen. Not the largest, but one of the largest. Um, but that said... This race was a lot closer in a lot more states than many of the pundits and certainly than the polls indicated it was going to be. You know, you were looking at polls that were saying he was down 10, 12 points in Michigan and Wisconsin, and he didn't lose them anywhere near right. that. But he did uh, get his clock cleaned. If you listen to what the president said in 2016, he won by a landslide against right. Hillary Clinton. So if we use the president's own assessment of his election in 2016, then he got his clock cleaned here this has been nothing but a temper tantrum, and I just wonder if there are still holdouts out there who for some believe in some convoluted conspiracy theory that this election was stolen from this president, or now do they kind of start to see and admit what the president started to admit today on Twitter, which is there ain't no pathway to him retaining office. Well, a lot of people, I think, do believe that the election was stolen. I don't, uh, but I think a lot of people do. Uh, but, you know, and that's that's unfortunate 
too, because at the end of the day, we have to trust that our system of government works. And certainly the way we elect our leaders, uh, the public needs to have confidence in that, which is why I go back to my earlier point. If there's any kind of abuse of the system that's taking place, we've got to take that very seriously and and put a stop to it and make it difficult to cheat. I do think it's relatively difficult to cheat in the United States, but some of it does go on and where it goes on, um, we've got an obligation to get to the bottom of it and, uh, and make sure that that, you know, doesn't happen again. John, does cheating at the election ballot also include cheating prior to the election that needs to be reformed? Should the president of the United States be able to use the White House as a platform to run for president? Should they be able to use the sacred grounds of the office of the White House to be able to run the Republican National Convention for the president to have political events supporting? So I'm all for cleaning up what's going on here. Unfortunately for you and the Republicans, most of the mess is really related to Donald Trump. Well, I was not a fan of using the White House uh, as a backdrop for political events. I, I don't think that um, I don't think it's appropriate. It's never been done before. But but, we'll, um, but it will be all right when Joe Biden does it going forward. Is that how you? No, feel? no. I, oh, I said I didn't. I said I didn't approve of the president using it um, in mm-hmm. in 2020 for political events. Uh, that's not that's not the point. That's not the purpose of the people's house. The White House is the people's house. And uh, I, I think it is inappropriate to have political events there. Um, so I would not approve if Joe Biden uses it for political events. And I didn't approve of it when, when Donald Trump did either. OK, I mean, it's just amazing to me that uh, that this has gone on and we have focused heavily on the idea that we need to really clean up a lot of that has to do with election fraud, but seem people seem to glare over the real improprieties of the president leading up to the election. It was sickening to watch what happened uh, in the months leading up to the election with the president running the Republican National Convention from the grounds of the White House. That's a huge outrage. That's a violation of the law. Um, yet we're not talking about that. We're talking about the president's temper tantrum that's taking place in the White House. I don't know about you, man. I will just be relieved when this man goes away. Uh, I feel like Donald Trump's in every aspect of our lives, whether it's football, tonight's Monday night football. I'm sure the president wants to know if people are kneeling, whether it's the weather, whether it's travel, whether it's church, whether it's education, Donald Trump just has injected himself into every aspect of our lives. And I'm ready for this man to go away. I'm just exhausted. And I have to really believe whether you supported the president or not, aren't you ready for a big sigh of relief that we're done with this, that hopefully things will be somewhat normal in a really unnormal time? Well, I think uh, it may be a little bit of wishful thinking because I'm not sure Donald Trump is going to drift off into the sunset here. I think he's going to. No, he's going to drift off into the penitentiary. (laughs) <laughs> he's going to remain a very uh, active participant in the body politic uh, in his post-presidency period. So uh, how much impact that has remains to be seen, and we'll see what impact that has. 436-7900-1800-925-1120 if you want to join the conversation when we come back. Uh, President-elect Biden has made his national security picks an interesting group of people. We'll discuss that after this on KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. And good evening. It's Hancock and Kelly with you on Overnight America. We'll be with you all the way till 1 a.m. You can listen to us right here on KMOX. We'd love to hear from you. We've been talking about the president's, uh, well, I guess it's kind of a concession, but not really. He's allowing the authorization of the transition to happen, uh, essentially authorizing Emily Murphy, a local St. Louisan who runs the GSA, um, the ability to go ahead and move forward with the money. She sent a letter to the president, vice president-elect, acknowledging that she was going to start the transition, but never acknowledging that he is the president-elect. Interesting times. Um, and from my perspective, being led by uh, solely about Donald Trump, that this really isn't about making America great. This is really about taking care of Donald Trump. We'd like to hear what you have to think. Uh, maybe you disagree with that. 314-436-7900-1800-925-1120. Let's go to the phone lines. And Larry, you're on KMOX. Yeah, first of all, I think Donald Trump... Uh, was tired of listening to the Democrats whining and crying about a transition period for a guy that's been in government for 47 years. But that's <laughs> okay. not what I called. That's Hold not on. What I Hold called on, Larry, about. Larry, 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 before you go any further, are you sure you're not John Goodman calling in from New Orleans? <laughs> I, I've heard that. I've heard that every, every time, every time I call in here, people say that. Really? Okay. You sound just like him. I know. Anyways, whatever. So on eleven twenty one, I get my news from Newsmax. Have you ever heard of Newsmax? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, Newsmax had, had an interview the other day, last week on the twenty first, with Rob Blagojevich. We know who he is, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, he was pardoned by Donald Trump, correct? Right. But you know yeah. what he had to say in the interview? He said he and Barack Obama know that every democratic city and big elections cheats every time. That's a quote. You can check it out. Secondly, 250 affidavits. This thing's going to end up in the Supreme Court one way or another. And you know what? If Donald Trump loses whatever, we need to straighten this election stuff out. This is not right. 700,000 vote lead at 3 o'clock in the morning. I stayed up in the next morning in Pennsylvania. It all dissipated. Impossible. Well, Larry, did you not pay attention to what was happened? Yeah, Almost half of the, the country voted set. absentee. What did you think was going to happen? Well, Trump warned us about absentee votes. There was Who more cares votes. what Trump said? There was more votes in Michigan than there was people that could have voted. Oh, come on, Larry. You don't believe that, do you? I absolutely do. And and you had an expert last week on 
uh, Dominion computer things. Yeah. They actually had a guy on Newsmax that explained it. Your guy needs to do a little more homework because votes can be <laughs> changed over. No doubt right. about it. Larry, thank you for your call. We'll we'll discuss it right here. That was Larry. Uh, so, you know, here's the deal, Michael. Uh, I think it would be a mistake to dismiss out of hand that there is no fraud that takes place in American elections. There I, is I fraud that I'm takes place. I don't think I'm doing that. No, no, you're not. Um, and the other thing that uh, that call underscores, and it, 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 he underscored it very well, is that there are millions of people, millions of people, in the country who believe that some in extreme number of votes uh, were fraudulently cast or fraudulently miscounted in this last election. Well, and help, me, help me out with the, this logic then. So if there was this stream, extreme amount of votes that were fraudulently cast and changed, and it was for the purposes of Joe Biden, Joe Biden will essentially be an ineffective president if he doesn't have control of the United States Senate. So if the Democrats in these conspiracy theories were going to take over, why would they elect Joe Biden but allow all these Republican senators to win? Well, that's a, you know, that's a legitimate argument. And, uh, you <laughs> I mean, know, it's it, common sense. It, 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 but it's not a give me at this point that Republicans are going to hold the Senate. You've got those two races in Georgia. One of the things that's happening, at least in social media right now, I don't know if you've seen this. I have. Uh, some of the folks that are, um, I don't know whether you'd call them QAnon people or or just very strident pro-Trump voices, are urging people in Georgia not to, not to vote as uh, uh, a sign of whatever. And of course, if, if Trump supporters don't vote in Georgia, Democrats are going to win both of those seats. Oh. And if Democrats win both of those seats, they're going to have the majority of the U.S. Senate. John, I can think of no better way for Trump voters to protest their dis their displeasure with this election than to not vote in that Georgia Senate race. That's, you know, that is, I've heard some crazy ideas, but that may be the most salient idea. I'd go even further to say <laughs> they shouldn't donate any money to the RNC or the president to be able to help those Senate candidates because they need to send a message. This is insanity. We, I, I have finally, maybe these Q people got it right. This is exactly what they ought to be doing. They ought not be voting in Georgia. You would agree, right? <laughs> no. Uh, but but I am worried about it as a, as a Republican political operative. Um, you know, look, the, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party are both um, dealing with very deep divisions internally, both of them. And, you know, if you if you get to a situation where a portion of your supporters uh, are more angry at the party itself than they are at the other side, then you start to have real problems on your hands. And I see that that could very much happen in the Republican Party. And I think it could happen in the Democratic Party, too, when you when you get some of the folks that are on the uh, the more furthest out progressive voices who will become dissatisfied. You know, the one thing I do think will happen is that some on the left will be dissatisfied by the Biden presidency. They, they, they won't think he's going far enough or fast enough. And you're going to have fissures that exist. I've seen them in our party 
for a number of years, but I've really seen them in the last four years. And I really see them in this post-election period. And it's a, it's a real concern to me, um, especially as it relates to these two seats in, in Georgia. Well, no doubt about it. Let's go back to the phone lines and check in on Vernell. Vernell, you're on KMOX. Yes. I worked election for 20 years, okay? It's very difficult, practically impossible to cheat and fraud it on election, all right? All yep. this because Trump started it. Trump said it. Look at the record. Trump said this. Trump said Trump said they just stole the election. They fraud it. He ain't no evidence, but everybody believes Trump because Trump's a liar. Yeah, agree. But yeah, he's a liar. It's not easy to accept and cast illegal vote. You got to check and balance it. And like, let me tell you one thing. When we get 500 ballots at our precinct, 500 ballots, yeah. all those ballots have to be counted for. When we turn that into the county seat, everyone, we don't come in 499, we don't come in 300, yep. we have to come back with 500 counter votes. You understand? They ain't yep. no cheating there. And that's what I'm saying. It's all because of Trump. If Trump told people to jump off the mountain, they would do it. <laughs> hey, Vernell. Hey, Vernell, where do you work? What 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 polling what polling area? What part of the town? I work in Walmart. Okay. Well, I and you've been and you've been being you've been an election uh, official for twenty years. You say yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Uh, that okay. is that is citizenship. That's putting feet to your citizenship right there, uh, oh, yeah. and that is a very valuable service. We couldn't have elections without people like Vernell, folks, uh, that give. Yeah. A huge, well, it's 13 hours of your day and then some um, to, to administer that election. And you do it a number of times a year, I'm assuming. And um, it's a lot. So thank you for that service. Okay. Right. Thank you for counting. Thank you now. Okay. Hey, take care. Uh, well, we'll I mean, he's, he's right. As it relates to what happens at the polling site, he's absolutely right. When you go vote, you sign in on, well, we do it now on what is called a poll pad, which is like an iPad, basically. Used to be you'd sign the actual book. And, and so you'd have a ballot and you'd have a signature in a poll pad or a book. Those two numbers have to equal. So you can't stuff the ballot box with votes that don't exist. That that's, he's absolutely right about that. Um, Mike, my concern has more to do with, um, and again, Missouri did not have this, but other states did. So you put a you put a box out there where people can drop off their votes um, in a box. Well, there's nothing to stop somebody from gathering up multiple numbers of absentee ballots and filling them out and signing and doing whatever they do. It's called ballot harvesting. Somebody got arrested for that in St. Louis not so long ago. Uh, of, of collecting and turning in a bunch of absentee ballots. And in fact, it, it, they had to redo the election, you, you may recall. And so that does happen. And that kind of thing does concern me. And uh, the way Missouri did the, this election, in my opinion, they did it exactly the right way. Uh, you had to request right. a ballot but, but, and you had to mail it in yourself. But John, how, how do we, uh, we just had two very, different callers. One man yeah. who called in, who uh, volunteers his life, Vernell, uh, or volunteers a couple days a year uh, to elections, insistent. He's a part of the process that, that that there's no cheating that goes on here and that this is exactly how it goes down. And then we had Larry call in who said it really didn't matter what facts Larry heard. 
The President of the United States told him that that was the case, and he's going to believe it. Where do we go from here? We want to know what you think. 314-436-7900. 1-800-925-1120. Hancock, I promise you get to respond to that after we get back after this on KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. And welcome back to Overnight America with Hancock and Kelly. We've been talking about the President of the United States tweet today, which, well, admitted defeat without admitting defeat, uh, essentially saying that uh, he's going to continue to win, but he's going to allow the transition to go forward. And, John, it's really um, mind-blowing if you think that it was just less than a week ago that Rudy Giuliani was standing um, at a podium with uh, his hair dye streaking down his face, promising that he had evidence of fraud, um, and nothing has shown up in court. Well, that was that a, just, a little, just a little just for men uh, running yeah. down the side of his face there. I believe that, was, just... uh, believe that was brown number seven. Uh, if memory serves. <laughs> so at the same time that was going on, the president of the United States had the Michigan Republican House and Senate leadership in, as well as some canvassers for the big county there in Detroit. Uh, to Wayne County. To keep, them, to keep them from certifying the election. Um, the president pulling out all the stops to try to put a screeching halt to democracy. That didn't work, uh, and today the Michigan certified the election, the president uh, going down soundly, uh, especially in comparison to his victory over Hillary Clinton in that state in 2016. We've heard ah, from yes. callers who say that the election has been stolen. We've heard from a poll worker who said, far from it. Burnell said that uh, elections are almost hard or if not impossible to steal. And John... Look, I believe that there's voter fraud that exists. Uh, yep. I think we watched fraud happen in the White House leading up to the election um, that's not getting any scrutiny on it. I mean, the fact that we had a president of the United States who ran his party's convention from the White House is not something that we should talk about. The GSA, I think, authorized money to be able to move forward with security and other accoutrements that had to happen at the White House. But they couldn't move on the, the transition until today. Thankfully, um, somebody has finally gotten to the president, or um, his delusion, his delusional psychosis is wearing off, and maybe he's starting to realize he's lost. Well, he did lose, and uh, Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States. You know, you mentioned Wayne County, Michigan. That happens to be the birthplace of <clears throat> Mrs. Claus, my my lovely wife, Georgianne. She was born in Wayne County, Michigan. And back in 19, and uh, and she's out there. She has just finished. I can report now. She has just finished putting the uh, the deer in the front yard. They are lit up, and there's nothing like a lit up deer. I think we can all agree. Is uh, it a reindeer, John? What, you're calling yeah. it a deer. Is it a reindeer? Okay. It's a reindeer, buddy. Yeah. And uh, what color are the lights on the reindeer? They're white, and uh, so they light up. And the, the one reindeer's got his little nose in the in the grass there, eating some grass, and. Uh -huh. The one reindeer is is gazing out at the at the heavens. Uh, now, is this looking. a part of a, a large display you've put together? Will there be a sleigh and a fat guy in the in the sleigh, or is it just two deer sitting in the front lawn? Uh, I think it's three, actually. Okay. And uh, I wasn't All up right. there long enough to count them, uh, but it's three. And no, they the the deer kind of have that's their own thing they got going on. 
So well, uh, we don't have Santa. We don't have a. We don't have a nativity scene. We do have lots of lights, multicolored lights. And uh, if well, I do what, say so myself, uh, <clears throat> my lights, because of my wife, Mrs. Claus, my lights absolutely rock, buddy. They right. rock. Help me! Help me understand what deer lit up and white lights. Why that signifies the Christmas holidays to you? Well, we'd have to ask uh, Georgian, uh, but she she found them online and and bought them. <laughs> one of the one of the thousands of boxes that arrive on my front door each and every year. Yeah, right. And, uh, and, and so now they're out in the front yard. So, I'd love them. So every Christmas, I I send wreaths out to my uh customers uh my yeah. clients yeah why do we send out wreaths what are wreaths why are wreaths what do wreaths have to do with christmas does anybody well, you hang know? them on the door you, you but hang does the anybody wreath. know the reason that wreaths are associated with christmas 314-436-7900 you don't need callers for this why uh, not what, what the, give the me the wreath. answer then let me. I'm trying to do that as we speak. Oh, Lord. So, so the wreath is not necessarily Christmas. Sometimes you'll have a a fall wreath like we have on the front door right now. It will be changing here over the next 48 hours. Uh, but we have the uh, the fall wreath signifying the harvest. Do you have a summer signifying wreath? Thanksgiving? They put the summer wreath up there. And, What's and the, the summer springtime. wreath look like? Tell me. Uh, it, it's green. You know, you're just making stuff up, dude. No, and then you got the spring wreath. That's uh, what's you know, the spring wreath look like? Easter. You got lilies on it's there. It's got and, eggs in uh, it. No, you got lilies on there, and uh, so what, the wreath who is not. Came up with the idea that we're going to put a little circle wreath on a door to signify holiday stuff. It, it seems silly to me. I believe it was Abigail Adams in eighteen. Uh, <laughs> Folks, do you see what happens? When in doubt, he just makes it up. Hey, we well, it, it, it works for some people. We? Yeah, we do. He's Michael Kelly. I'm John Hancock. We're going to be, uh, you'll be hearing our voice until 2 a.m. Wow. We got more coming your way. It's Overnight America on the Voice of St. Louis, the greatest radio station around, KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 